0: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blob Talk Radio Look in my... do... And during the few moments that we have left... We want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand.)
1: Left. We're going to talk right down to earth in a language here that everybody here can understand
0: <clears throat> What's
1: up ladies and gentlemen, folks, whatever we call ourselves as dudes It is 2021 and thus far it's been a successful wrestling year to begin the new year Royal Rumble started off with a bang at AEW, EW I will get to right now actually Um, because I must know if Shaquille O'Neal and Cody Rhodes are going to wrestle. (laughs) Womp, womp, womp. AEW Dynamite results tonight, tonight, beach break. All right. I didn't realize, oh, so they had to get rid of Bash at the Beach and they call it a beach break. Go down tonight. Ringside News has got you covered with five play by live play by play coverage results. So they started at eight and they're still going. So Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston in a lumberjack match. The wedding of Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Doctor Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa and a tag team battle royal to determine the new number one contenders to the AEW Tag Team Championship. AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega, and Impact World Champions, The Good Brothers versus Moxley, Pac, and Ray Phoenix. Dynamite starts with the opening package. Jungle Boy makes his entrance with Jurassic Express. And there's a recap of Jungle Boy's match with Dax Harwood, commentary, blah, blah. They go through the rest of the participants in the Battle Royal. claim to wrap their way to the ring. They claimed, to wrap their way to the ring, my bad. Upstaging the inner circle. Young Bucks enter next. Okay. Tag Team Battle Royals determine the number one contenders at AEW tagging the Young Bucks. The title shot at Revolution. Young yep. Bucks jump off the stage, to start the match. Young Bucks run wild and double super kicks. Chaos is every team. Tack each other. Who got the win? So, private party got eliminated. Let's see here. There's a lot that went back and forth. Who won the match? So, Sammy and Jericho, the Jews expect to eliminate Martin. Who won the match? Who won the match? So, commercial break. Really? Okay, that's not a problem. Inner Circle in the ring, they celebrate. They're going to face the Young Bucks at Revolution. And then, let's see here. On commercial break, Tony Giovanni introduces Darby Allen. Tony introduces Sting. Faz interrupts before they can say anything at all, of course, because he's Brian Page's uh, he's his liaison, if you will, his manager. So, says they'll be watching each other next week when Darby defends the TNT title against Joey Janela. Jack says he doesn't think Sting is still. The Icon says Darby, who's next week? Okay. Rosa gets the early advantage. Who won the match at the bout? Oh, yeah, the inner circle.
0: Thunder Rosa.
1: Okay. Rosa hits the splash in the corner. Britt Baker, who cares? was that match? Footage from last week, Tony interviews Paige and Matt Hardy. Paige says... He knows that has an ulterior motive and doesn't trust him. Hangman Page is very much like if you combine Stone Cold's gimmick and a little touch of Moxley, a little touch of DDP. There you go, Hangman Page, DDP. I made the correlation. Okay, so Hangman Page and Matt Hardy versus Chaos Project. Luther tries to get under Page's skin. Okay, who? Okay, Paige hits the buckshot lariat, but Matt Hardy tags and clicky to get the win. So words, it's kind of like Stan Hansen, that buckshot lariat. But Marvis is backstage with Jericho and MJF. Jericho has a box. They celebrate winning the battle royal. Sammy says, "Only Jericho and MJF are number one contenders," and says, "Why are they always the collateral damage?" Jericho runs after MJF. Says. It's tiny has a conversation with the rest of the inner circle. Wardlow closes the door. Tony Schiavone interviews Kip Sabian backstage. So congratulates Miron Chuck says so never had a girlfriend Vicky comes to say it's time. Blah blah. Mitchell starts the proceedings. Okay. I do, Penelope says. So I do oh that's cool. Miro does a toast, asks Charles to get champagne. He knows how it feels to be married. Miro stops him to get the cake. Miro's hand cut to the corner by foot. Charles attacks Kipps and Ford falls into the cake. Kipps accidentally hits Miro, and Ford jumps on Charles. The crew take down the wedding set while Ford and Miro stood in the stand in the ring. Miro shuts out people at the ringside. Ford cries. Okay, that, so it was a disaster for the wedding. In other words, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston in a Lumberjack match. Goodness. Archer wins. I'm not going to read the whole thing, folks. I'm just going to do you the one favor um, when reviewing AEW. It's always chaotic. It's very there, I guess. Joey Janela says he and Darby have a long history. And this is true. I've seen them. Let's see. I've seen them through Evolve. I've seen them through... Wrestling Revolver. Yes. AEW World Champion, Kenny Omega, and Impact World Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers versus Sean Moxley of Rip. So it's still going on, folks. If you want to catch AEW, you can go to their website and watch replays. You can also go to dailymotion.com. That's a third-party vendor. And watch AEW through that. You can watch them on the Fight Network. If you don't have cable just as good or you can get uh, Hulu TV and watch TNT. So what did I think of AEW? Oh, that's a good question. You Go through Wrestle underscore radio to interview me through Instagram and I will answer the questions, which is an odd role. It's an odd, it's an odd role reversal type thing, folks. I mean. So let's look at NXT tonight, shall we? <clears throat> It's an embarrassment of riches. That's what was said, you know, not during NXT tonight, as did tease facing Finn Balor at WrestleMania 37 and redoing it. So in Tampa, for those of you who want to stream the WWE Network live, you can bum it off somebody. No, 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 sir. Netflix, you can bum off someone. I don't care. I'm just making a joke. You a bum not this, but you can't bum the WWE Network. <laughs> nine ninety nine a month after your first month free. Preloaded cards are located at your local FYE's, Dollar General's, Best Buy, 7-Eleven's, and Walmart's. Oh, and, uh, and your local CVS or Walgreens. I don't know if they still carry them or your local GameStops. For more information on the WWE Network card, go to WWE.com. Search under WWE network card preloaded. Those preloaded cards are twenty seven ninety nine plus tax. And it doesn't matter which one you use, but you can use a valid debit or credit card with a valid email address, username, and password. If you get your username, you can always go to wwe.com and reset it, and they will reset it normally forward slash network. That sounded like a old mouthful, now didn't it? So Edge was on NXT. I'm going to read to you all what exactly went down on NXT tonight, tonight, aside from the Dusty Classic. So, that being said, I don't want to read Bleacher Report. They suck at reporting. In cage side seats, please don't. It's a blog. Oh no. So last week, recap tonight's lineup And we see Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez Walking the ring Kai says last week is easy Gonzalez says next step is TakeOver And so Vengeance Day Holy shit So Vengeance They're resurfacing old pay-per-views And using NXT for TakeOver That's cool So they're going to have Vengeance now Dakota Kai and Raquel Raquel Gonzalez Versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro I guarantee Raquel Gonzalez And Wait a minute, Dakota hide defeat. Yeah, they beat the women's Dusty Classic. Okay, so I knew that was going to happen. Joseph and Beth give Wade there a picture of Hacksaw Jim Duggan and apple pie in honor for his citizenship. That's awesome. Say, okay. Elise interviews Tony Storm about her title match at Takeover. She says the Shirai has been untouchable for anyone but her. Last it was a preview in Deadweight. Mercedes Martinez isn't going to stop her. That's going to be on full display tonight. So okay, Bargano. i seen giving Austin Theory a pep talk. Donnie helps somehow. Austin is in action after a break. Okay, so who's Austin Theory versus Leon Ruff? Really, mm, speed versus power. Austin Theory beat Leo Leon Ruff versus Pinfall So Dexter Loomis seems to be a thorn in everyone's side. Now he's going after Gargano's group called The Way. That's kind of funny. He ripped a lock out of Austin Theory's hair. Oh my. Santos Escobar gets a video talking about how he and his legato do Phantasma boys will win the night. This is Hair empire. Oh, Kurt Stallion and Lucha House Party. This is awesome. Okay. After break we get the origin story of Tian Shah, an honorable king who once had a son and a younger daughter. Is this about My niece? the daughter of my fled into exile, blah blah blah. There's way too much story behind that. So, anyways, I'm going to skip past that much. Lucha House Party, Gran Metalik, and Lince Dorado versus Legado del Fantasma, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. Holy shit, that's a lot of names. Um, let's see. Legado del Fantasma defeat Lucha House Party to the Dusty Semi-Finals against MSK. I never even... You know what? I need to rewatch MSK before they got to WWE because... Timothy Thatcher and Tomasa Ciampa Warming up for the first SC Classic quarterfinal They're going to face The Grizzled Young Veterans James Drake And Zach Gibson I enjoyed their work in NXT UK It was just by far one of the best Zach Gibson is one of my favorite dudes ever to watch As a heel ever has been and even before NXT UK Okay, the champ says Pete says he's done waiting, but it looks like he's still hiding behind two clowns. Ben says he's got takeover, and here comes Edge, the Royal Woman winner. When he watches the show as a fan, he sees passion. That passion has inspired him to get his career back and win the Royal Rumble. Okay, that, let's see, let's see, he hadn't made his decision yet, and that's the beauty part, folks, if he hadn't made his decision, then you know what, there's reason for that. Johnny gets to Regal's office, Kushida enters the door, he tells Gargano he needs an appointment, Champ goes to leave and then attacks and then brawl into the conference. Okay, Kushida. Okay, Jesse Kamiya versus Tony Storm. Wait a minute. So Mercedes Martinez is going after Tony Storm. Okay, then I'm not understanding. And so every woman for herself, I guess. I'm not sure, folks. But Jesse Camilla versus Tony Storm ended in a no contest. And Kurt Stallion gets a pre-tape promo or remind us that so you want a number one contender spot in the field five-way on the 205th edition of 205 Live. Kurt Stallion versus Santos Escobar. So it looks like Santos Escobar defeats Kurt Stallion to retain his cruiserweight title. I'm not going to read those results. I just hear the ears, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong versus Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher. That was a good match. Very back and forth. Uh, Adam Cole hit most of his offense. Thatcher and uh, Champa, not on the defensive so much, but Jesus Christ, you want to talk about clutch? There were two instances in the match where Ciampa kicked out or Thatcher kicked out or they broke up a submission maneuver and then, you know, it was very back and forth and that's what I love about NXT main. Well, NXT, if you will. Sorry. My bad. So Knight Edge's return saying that he has been inspired every time he sees the show. And that's why, quote, you know, the title of the show is Edge, you know, it's an embarrassment of riches, it is, because he's got the choice of the NXT title, SmackDown Live, or the Raw Championship, or I mean, Universal title, my bad, sorry, I tend to misquote, or not misquote, but uh, misunderstand some things, folks, anyhow. I guess I could, man, if you want, but it's my show, and I do have 42 minutes left, actually 41 now. So, without further ado, folks, the following content during this show, Off the Rails Uncensored, features expletives and inappropriate languages for minors under the age of 18. If you have kids that are 18 or older that go repeating exactly what the fuck I say, Boy, I question their morals, man. That's all I'm going to tell you. So, without further ado, yours truly is going to go off the rails. Monkey's in the truck. Oh, wait. I I didn't do my disclaimer. My bad. Any reproduction or semblance or likeness thereof of off the rails and the censor, the coin phrase podcast on March 7, 2016 will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and be fined $45 for using any likeness or reproduction thereof of off-the-rails uncensored. Now, now you guys can buckle the fuck up and join this crazy train of a ride that you're about to experience now. Now, monkeys in the truck, hit my
0: music. Pick it. In my eyes. what do you see? The concept of something I know you're in, I know you
1: dreams. So, I'm going to read the opening statement from Edge and what he said, you know, about being having the opportunity. For an NXT championship, and if he was going to face him would he? I mean, there's a lot of choices for Edge right now, so, I don't know. There's a lot of sightings of Edge won the Rumble, I'll not so lie, he says, I have felt better, Edge told CBS Sports on Monday. I feel like I got tossed around in a hurricane a little bit. I feel like I should feel worse at the same time, if that makes sense. I've off for seven months with a torn, uh, torn triceps and the long break that I had before that. There's no way to fully prepare for this um, other than to get in it and do it. I was in there for a long time and scuffled with a lot of people, so I didn't necessarily know how I was going to feel. Once the adrenaline started to wear off, I was like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this. So i felt worse, though. I'll take it. Ed's credited, you know, being able to be successful for nearly an hour with his triceps injury still allowing him to train his cardio while going through recovery. Okay, so it says uh, Christian was also forced to retire because of injuries and was forced to take a long road back. So he talks about those and says, even just going back to last year and finding out that I was cleared to the point where we found out that he was cleared in the Rumble last year and now it's the Rumble this year. Last year and a month at this point has been unexplainable. What I've said I've given up trying to. I've given up trying to because I can't properly articulate it. And it's just that time doesn't feel real, man. I expect I expect to wake up and think that was an amazing dream, but it is happening. And I'm learning to accept that it is happening and enjoy it and live it and live it in the present of this thing that shouldn't be happening but is. I need to just enjoy it. Hopefully the audience can can understand that you got guys who are just loving what they're doing. Hopefully that translates, and hopefully you can feel how much we love to be able to do this. Uh, again, when we thought it was taken away from us. Whether from the look in our eyes, the smiles on our faces, or the stories we're trying to craft. Rumble was one of those instances where Christian was coming down the ramp, and I was so happy for him. I was so proud of him, proud of the work he put in and the grind and struggled to get Cleared and be able to do this again. Similar to me. He can just end in on his terms and not just have it taken away when you don't expect it. That's a hard thing to swallow, and now we have a chance to have this not be the case and just be it's just really special. Okay. And then he says, uh, I didn't come back to just do greatest hits to her. That's not what I came back. I didn't want to just to <laughs> I just didn't want to do regurgitated greatest hits. I wanted to come back because I wanted to tell compelling stories. I wanted to get in with a lot of talent so that if I can impart wisdom from 29 years of doing this in terms of trying to tell a story, that's really exciting for me. I love so much of this talent, and I'm, it's exciting to be able to get in with them. did I necessarily know what was going to work toward WrestleMania? No. A lot of those things. Out of your hands I did know I was going to put The work in to be able to do If called upon it was Part of my responsibility in coming back As well I just don't want to be Another body I want to be Able to help and help the Totality of the industry if I can Man if that means This year Edge I main events WrestleMania okay I will do my part To make that happen As is as compelling as Possibly can but I also want to get in there with loads of talent. My goal is to come back and tell great stories in the main event of WrestleMania or on Raw, whatever it is. I can. I came back committed to this. After my family, this is my top, is my top priority. If I'm asked to be in the title uh, title program heading into WrestleMania, I'm here every week. That's why I. That's the way I operate. I'm not going to be the guy who comes in one week and floats off for eight weeks. If I'm involved and I'm in the mix, I'm going to be here every week because that's how I operate. Um, he goes. They asked him about uh, staying active and having a regular matches, and Edge began to rattle off names and big ideas. I've never had light hands on so many of these guys. I scratched the surface with AJ Styles and Seth Rollins just because of Rumbles. To me, because of the matches. Both those matches have to happen to me, Uh, let's see here. They just have to. Last night, for the first time, I felt what Cesaro brings in Matt Riddle. You go up and down the roster and think, oh, man, what can I do with that guy, Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, and Sami Zayn, all these guys I've never had a chance to get in there with. And it's just super exciting. It really is. And all that stuff is supposed to be happening. I'm I'm going to enjoy all of this. In a perfect world, I can get in with every single one of them. It's just a little out of my control But if I can get in with at least some of them And try to have some amazing stories in there That's part of why I came back Just get in there and try to tell stories With new talent Let me get in there with some people Let me get in with Cesaro I'd love to do an Iron Man with Daniel Bryan There's just so much talent I would love to get in with I got a sample of Damien Priest And that was exciting It's just really fun for me Because I see them get wide eyed because we're having this cool special moment, and I want more of those. Okay. It says, and is 20 to be excited about which of these titles he pursues. To me, I can't go wrong, he said. They each bring something different to the table, and just as appealing in terms of the kind of story they can tell, they'd all be different stories, and I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. It's just what's going to be best for business. I don't know what that is, honestly. With Drew, you can follow his road to get back here and my road to get back here. You have two guys who didn't even know they'd even get back to who are now here and possibly main eventing WrestleMania for WWE Championship. That's compelling. Equally as compelling as a guy like Roman Reigns. So I feel has been unleashed and been allowed to get the or get the guy out that I always knew was in there. It's really exciting to see a performer clicking on on so many levels and telling amazing stories. I look at that and think, whoa, man, that would be fun. It's an entirely different dynamic than Drew. And I would be an entirely different story. Maybe it's, it's based on respect. It's Rocky and Apollo Creed. Then I see a guy like Balor who has never been better, and that's exciting, too. It's an embarrassment of riches is what it is. In a long-winded way of trying to find the quote, no, I'm just kidding. In a long-winded way, what he's saying is, I have options, I have choices. And I don't have to be confined to just choosing one champion. I mean, most guys would have already signed the contract and been like, I'm going after this Joe Schmo for the title. And I'm hoping, and I'm hoping and praying that that's not... That's not going to be a problem, if you will. So, with 32 minutes left, it's like, man, 28 minutes of airtime. Okay, so outside of Edge, Bianca Belair is under scrutiny because some are questioning why she won the championship.
0: Not
1: yet. They're questioning... If she won the Rumble or not Because it looks like from the replay It shows the bottom of her heel Hitting the ground But didn't really hit the ground So also Some are theorizing The only reason they had Bianca Belair Win the Women's Royal Rumble Was because she was black And the fact that It's Black History Month now Let me put that to rest By saying no not true, because if that were the case, then Sophie Kingston would have won off empathy as well. I don't think the superstars feed off empathy. I think they—I'm pretty sure they feed off of the energy, the crowd, and if they're healer babyface, they're doing their jobs. It has nothing to do with fucking skin tone, color, orientation, what have you. That's embarrassing. So she won because she's black. No. Okay. That'd be like me telling you all. Asuka and Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble because, well, they felt bad for them. They they don't, you know, their English is broken. Some people actually said that shit. Asuka speaks perfectly, you know, perfect English when I'm around. And when others are around, she speaks perfect English. So make with it what you will, folks. Each company is going off on their own wavelength, doing their own thing, and um, it's fairly entertaining. It's interesting. But what I'm going to talk to you about is, like, Edge not choosing Champion right away gives it a perfect build, makes the fans feel intrigued, like we're part of this again, maybe not to the same capacity we once were when shows were filling out. And basically They're wrestling And some of them are giving crowds in the independence, But that's not on a massive level Anyways So they decided To go with Bianca Pellaire For The Royal Rumble uh, Royal, Lumber, blah, the Royal Rumble Winter There sorry the Royal Rumble winner was Bianca Belair, which now is under scrutiny because it looks like her foot did, in fact, touch the ground, but it didn't. I'm just trying to tell you all, but it's going to fall upon deaf ears. Anyways, long story short, folks, both Rumble winners haven't chosen their respective champion to face right before WrestleMania, and that's the beauty part. So I'm starting to fade, folks, but my rant and rave is simple, something as simple as this. It doesn't matter what color skin you are What sexual orientation you are If you win the Royal Rumble Fair and square You win the Rumble fair and square Two If I might add There's a lot of people Right now Actually messaging me on Instagram Asking How is it possible she didn't lose Well it was her time and the fans chose just who they wanted to win and she just so happens to be a very popular choice for her to win we know she might challenge for the NXT Women's Championship, she might go back down NXT but I don't see that happening however we're talking champions let's see you got Sasha Banks on one end and Asuka on the other for now temporarily speaking and uh, let's see here. If you want to talk about mistreatment, look at who won the 2018 battle or Royal Rumble. Asuka and Shinsuke. And did anything happen for him after that? No. Can't really say that there's favoritism amongst the minorities, man, because that's a crock of shit. There's no favoritism whatsoever. And the reason why Kofi Kingston won his match because you mentioned Kofi in your statement, man. What I'm going to tell you is is that if they didn't push him and put him over, that would have been a straight-up disaster as far as the booking is concerned. We're not booking experts, but some of us can gauge, okay, what we like, what we dislike. It's called simple engagement, man, for the mind when it comes to professional wrestling. It's not simple When you have a lot of people messaging me about, well, she only won because she was black. Come on, people. Really? We're going to pull this shit? Because she was black, she won the title. No. no. Or because he was black, He won the title. No. You know how much she had to fight and scratch and claw just to get to NXT? Difficult. It's not for the weak at heart. You know, when you go through that performance, those performance center doors, and you bust your ass for training and hope to God you don't get hurt because this is what you're hinging on. This is what you're thriving on. Bianca Belair thrives under pressure. Now, she didn't win any titles when she was in NXT, but now she's got an opportunity. She had to wait almost a year and a half, two years uh, for a moment, like winning the Royal Rumble. It doesn't matter dude if her foot touched the ground that's one foot. Her feet did not touch the ground. And also I'm glad I <clears throat> partook in blocking you because some reason you think that somebody winning the Royal Rumble because the color of their skin is the reason why that she won. No let's let's just point out racism or or company, you know, favoritism those two things exist but in a separate manner. Now, I'm going to end my show on, not right now, but uh, I got a second wind, if you will, from that Instagram message. Any more Instagram messages, like, you know, you can message me at Russell underscore radio. Questions appropriating around wrestling, not outside of that, and make it political like the other it, a douchebag that just did. So, Jackie Robinson, so Hank Aaron. There's a lot of athletes that have had to fight for equality because of their race. Bianca Belair, you know, they have their blessed to have her in general because she brings a spice to her character. She loves who she is and she owns it. That's the main thing in pro wrestling, right? is to own who you are, what your, what your persona is, your character is, and she does. Even though, despite the fact that some people may call her different names like Hood Rat. Uh, it's all, you know, thirsty. She got long ass hair, man, but she that's beautiful about her. She went through twenty nine other women just to win the Royal Rumble. <clears throat> just like Edge went through twenty nine other men just to win the rumble. And there's no crowd. That's the hard part. They had fill in can heat fill in you know can cheering. And that's difficult to perform. But these guys and gals did it. Edge saying it was an embarrassment of riches, meaning he doesn't know who to cheer from because there's so much gold or er, not cheer for. Go after, I should say, because there's so much. There's so many choices. There's the raw. Championship, which was held by Drew McIntyre, the Universal Title held by Roman Reigns, and the NXT Championship held by Finn Balor or Pete Dunne, whichever won. Pete Dunne's won the NXT UK Championship. Him winning it, uh, Takeover Vengeance. I'm not so sure. I didn't even I didn't even realize they came out with that pay-per-view as of the moment, but merch sales ain't hurting. For sure. That's a good question. I don't know when the next live crowd will be outside of WrestleMania thirty seven, man. For more information you need to go to your third party vendors, tick pick, cheek geek. And much more, much more. So, on tap for tonight, I basically quoted what Edge said during the interview. Um, I'm i pretty sure some people are going to say, I don't want to see Edge. You know, he's too old. It's pretty time and time again, folks, that he can actually hang with the young talent, old talent, doesn't matter. There are guys that are just magic when they work him. And I'm going to end the show tonight this is the shortest show in a while That of an uh, interest So that I don't, you know Over-exert myself from talking too much Sum it all up Edge is going after whomever he, The fuck he wants to go after Bianca Belair, same thing So <laughs> I'm on my own Against the wall <laughs> Is it a crime? <laughs> they hear me roar <laughs> Sorry folks, when I'm tired I start citing entrance things But yes kick ass that both those two won the royal rumble in 2021 we're off to a good start for both aew and wwe for the crazy fans that listen to me in tokyo japan taipei taiwan united states of america toronto canada so on and so forth cosmo mexico belize brazil argentine australia sydney perth all you all the towns located in there god love you got speed And if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Dig it. Look, he's in the truck. Let me use two of those bitches I got to sleep for work. Love you all for listening. Thank you.
0: Come so close A closer personality A closer personality